It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at Tropicana Field over in St. Pete, Marlins and the Rays were wrapping up their season series. The Marlins were desperate to avoid a sweep. Jesus Lazardo went to the mound, went opposite of the rookie right-hander for the Tampa Bay Rays, Shane Boz. Marlins fall to the Rays 3-2 today. Tampa Bay has swept this three-game series, outscoring Miami 18-5 in the process. The Rays, the champions of the American League East, climb a season-best 38 games over 500 with a win this afternoon. As for the Marlins, they fall to 64-91. First time this year they've been 27 games under 500. Miami all of a sudden has lost five straight and seven of the last nine. Shane Boz making his second big league start, started this ball game for Tampa Bay. Jesus Luzardo made his 11th start for the Marlins. And Boz set the tone uh, in the very first inning, striking out the side. Chisholm, De La Cruz, and Sanchez, 15 pitches, 11 strikes. And uh, did a nice job introducing himself to the Marlins here today. He was terrific throughout, but uh, at no point better than the very first inning when he struck out all three men he faced. He would retire the first nine in a row and would actually set down 14 of the first 15 he faced in the ballgame into the fifth inning. Meanwhile, the Rays were able to jump on Luzardo very quickly in the bottom of the first inning. Manuel Margot led off with a walk, went to third base on a Wander Franco double. Franco, who doubled and tripled in this game, now has a 41-game on base streak, second longest in baseball history by a player 20 or younger. He's within two games of matching the mark set by Frank Robinson, the Hall of Famer, back in 1956. So after the walk and the double, Margot was at third, Franco was at second, nobody out bottom of the first for the number three RBI man among active big leaguers, Nelson Cruz. 0-2 pitch to Cruz is slammed out to center. De La Cruz moving back into his left, makes the catch, runners tag. Coming home, Margot, he'll score. Franco to third on a sack fly, and the Rays go up 1-0 in inning number one. Well, then Randy Rosarena would draw a walk and the Rays had men at first and third for the third baseman, Yandy Diaz. Payoff pitch is in the air, deep to right field. Going back on it, Sanchez onto the track, makes the catch. Runner tags from third. Here comes Franco. He'll score, and it's 2-0 Tampa Bay, and a pair of first-inning sack flies. And finally, Jordan Luplo would strike out, ending that inning, but the Rays push across two in the first. It was a 30-pitch inning for Luzardo. 30 pitches, only 16 strikes. He allowed just one hit, the Franco double, but he walked a couple, and it was 2-0 Tampa Bay after one. Now, beginning with the Diaz sack fly for the second out in the first inning, Luzardo would settle down. He'd retire the next nine in a row. The Rays wouldn't manage another base runner until with one out in the fourth inning, Yandy Diaz reached on an errant throw by third baseman Eddie Alvarez. Jordan Luplo followed with a double, putting men at second and third, but Luzardo got Wendell on a fly ball to left. He got Mejia on a strikeout and was out of that fourth inning unscored upon. He'd be done for the day, though, after four innings, having thrown 30 pitches in the first inning, then only 29 in the next two innings combined, the second and the third, but he had a 23-pitch fourth, so to 82 pitches. He was pulled from this game after four innings. He threw 54 strikes, 28 balls today, 
Gave up two first inning runs on a total of two hits. Walked a couple both in the first and struck out five. Zach Pop, first man out of the bullpen for the Marlins. He had allowed a run in each of his last three outings, and that streak would be extended here today after he got the first two outs. Brett Phillips, a ground ball to short, and Manuel Margot took a called third strike. But with two outs and the bases empty, Wander Franco tripled, so a man was at third base for the DH Nelson Cruz. In his 17th big league season, right-handed slugger on 0-1, line drive left field for an RBI single. In from third, Franco, and it's 3-0 Rays. Well, it would stay 3-0 with Boz on the mound into the sixth inning. Boz got the first out. Alex Jackson struck out for the second time in the game. Jazz Chisholm then doubled. De La Cruz a fly ball to right. A wild pitch advanced Jazz to third base. Jesus Sanchez drew the only Marlins walk in the ball game, putting men at the corners. And at that point, Boz, who was beginning to miss by a, a wide margin after he hadn't throughout the game, was pulled from the contest by manager Kevin Cash. J.T. Chagua came out of the bullpen with a three-run lead, but with two men aboard and two outs in the sixth, Miami the tying man at the plate. First ball hitting, though, Lewis Brinson grounded to the shortstop, Franco. He was out 6-3, to three, and the inning was over. Still 3-0 Rays. Shane Boz, five and two-thirds innings in his second Major League start. Three hits, no runs, one walk, nine strikeouts through a wild pitch. 82 pitches, 52 strikes. Chagua stayed out there in the seventh. With a 3-0 lead, he got the first two outs. He struck out Lewin Diaz. Nick Fortes, a fly ball to right. But then Joe Panic, a ground rule double to left. Man at second, two down for Eddie Alvarez. There's a ball shot down the right field line. Going to fall fair and go over the sidewall. Another ground rule double. This one off the bat of Eddie Alvarez into score Panic. Miami's on the board, and it's 3-1. to one. And when Alex Jackson was hit by a pitch, the Marlins had the tying man at the plate with two outs in the seventh, with Jazz Chisholm due to bat representing the go-ahead run. Kevin Cash brought on the left-hander Josh Fleming, Fleming facing Jazz Chisholm, and similar to the at-bat Brinson had with two on in the sixth, Jazz swung at the first pitch, hit a weak chopper to the second baseman Wendell, and Fleming and the Nationals were out of the inning with the 4-3 bounce out. It was at that point a 3-1 game. Fleming stayed on, pitched a perfect eighth inning, ground ball, strikeout, and a fly ball. Then Nick Anderson, in just his sixth appearance of the season, he'd been sidelined since September 13th due to elbow issues, came on to pitch the ninth inning. He inherited a 3-1 lead, but it wasn't 3-1 for long. Leading off the ninth for the Marlins, the first baseman, Lewin Diaz. 3-2 pitch to Diaz is smoked. Deep right center field, going back on it. Phillips at the wall. Goodbye, home run, and it's a one-run game in the ninth. Lewin Diaz connects for the seventh time this season. His 11th run batted in. He's at safely now an 8 of 9 in 11 of his last 13 games. And the Marlins are back within a run with nobody out in the ninth inning, but Anderson was able to lock it down. Nick Fortes popped to second. He went 0 for 4 today. Joe Panic, a fly ball to left. He went 2 for 4, had two of the six Marlins hits. And Eddie Alvarez, the Marlins' last chance, hit a pop-up to the first baseman, G-Man Choi, who was into the game defensively in the ninth inning. Troy put it away, and that's how this one ends. Rays prevail 3-2. For Tampa Bay, three runs, five hits, no errors, five runners left. For the Marlins, two runs, six hits, one defensive miscue, six runners left. Shane Boz, the winner, 2-0 over Jesus Luzardo, who falls to 3-5 as a Marlin, 5-9 overall this year between Oakland and Miami. For Nick Anderson, his first save of the year, time of the game, two hours, 54 minutes. The Rays with the victory 
are 97 and 59. They've tied their club record for wins. They finished 97 and 65 in 2009. They've got six shots at win number 98, and who knows how many more beyond that. They could win 100 games this year if they go three and three on their season-ending road trip. They'll play three in Houston against the Astros, who are on the verge of winning the American League West, and then three at Yankee Stadium against the Yankees, who are deadlocked with the Red Sox for the two wildcard spots right now. So it's very likely those are going to be very meaningful games for the Yankees, at least, when the season wraps up in the Bronx with the Rays in town next weekend. The Yankees and the Red Sox play in the ESPN Sunday night game tonight, a huge game at Fenway Park in Boston. So the Rays 97 and 59, a season best 38 games over with this win. They improved to 52 and 29 at home. This is their final regular season home game. As for the Marlins, well, they've lost now five straight and seven of nine to drop 27 under 500 for the first time this year at 64 and 91. Marlins now 24 and 53 on the road. They got the fourth worst road record in Major League Baseball. Only the Pirates, the Rangers, and the D-backs have been worse. At uh, 24 and 53, the Marlins have a chance to finish with the second worst road record in club history. They were 25 and 55 in 2018, went 23 and 58 in the worst season in franchise history back in 1998. Marlins, by the way, finish interleague play this year three and 17. 3-17 and 17 against the American League East this year. 1-5 against the Rays. They went 0-3 against the Red Sox. 0-3 against the Yankees. 0-4 against the Blue Jays. And thank God for the Orioles. Miami split four with Baltimore, the last place team that AL East, to finish 3-17 and 17 in interleague play. The Rays wrap up interleague play at 15-5. 5-1 against the Marlins. 4-0 against the Phillies. 3-0 against the Mets. 2-1 with the Braves. A losing record, 1-3 against the Nationals. So the Marlins cannot avoid a sweep at the drop. They are off today in New York. Let's first hear from Don Mattingly afterwards. Uh, Donnie, uh, first inning woes, it kind of seems like again with Jesus. What did you see from that inning and then moving forward? Uh, yeah, obviously just, you know, we walked the first guy. Um, and, you know, just a little fast in that first inning, you know, until he settles down. And then it was actually really good. Uh, for the most part, got back, got in the strike zone. And, you know, as much as anything, just that, you know, just getting him to settle down, uh, get the strike zone a little amped up, you know, just kind of what we, we've been seeing, right? That first inning or a different inning in there somewhere that just gets, gets, gets going fast. And, and that's what we, you know, got to get smoothed out where it can be consistently and, and get out of the block a little better. Uh, and being able to get control of those innings that are look like they're starting to get away. You know, we see a number of counts where he ends up winning the, the at-bat, but it's 0-2 to 3-2 where he has a chance to put guys away. And so it's a lot of pitches. And like as you see today, we're I think we're around 80 or so getting into that you know, whole group of righties in four innings. So it's kind of 20 pitches an inning. we got to figure out a way to just kind of continue to Ball in the strike zone, make it put it in play. Um, not so many deep counts, so. Yeah, Skip, did you consider uh, trying to get him through the fifth inning or you know, the third time through? We had a lot of pitches. You know, you probably want to at some point see him get ideally get five, six to build on, but I'm sure you were looking at the situation today wondering 
that was the, the spot. Yeah, I mean, it's something we talk about a little bit and still trying to win a game. Um, and you're walking right through their top of their order, you know, basically all right-handed there, putting him in a spot at the end of his pitch count, or if he gets in trouble, and instead of taking the momentum from having, you know, a rough first and then, you know, three good innings and, and try to keep building off of that. What did you think of Shane Boz? He seemed pretty composed for only hard to believe his second major league start. Didn't do too much with him. You got actually the bats got going a little late. Yeah, pretty good. Obviously, it looked like and the stuff, you know, kind of looked like it was live in the zone. The guys didn't, we didn't get a lot of good swings off of him. Um, so yeah, I thought I thought he was he was good. How about the series overall? I think they had they had fifteen extra base hits. They just seemed to come up with that big double. Or, or place the ball or whatever the sack flies in this game. You know, they did a little bit of everything. Probably show you raised baseball here, and you guys weren't able to answer, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, today, obviously, you see basically two sack flies in that game, right? And um, where, and then we really never – we didn't get enough runs to recover from – well, we did recover from that, from the two, but that extra one got us um, – but, you know, as you watch their club play, they play extremely hard. Guys get out of the box all the time. Um, their defense in the outfield, oh, kind of everywhere, but the defense in the outfield really shows this field is lightning fast. You know, they cut off a lot of balls. They all throw well. They're really athletic in the outfield. Um, yeah, they, they're, they're aggressive. They, they do a lot of things. Honestly, they have some speed. They got some power. They can go right, left on you. Uh, a lot of different looks out of their bullpen. So I guess you're right. Kind of raise baseball. Do they play a shallow outfield, Don? It's a little hard to tell on TV, but they seem to catch a lot of those balls that, that, you know, sometimes drop. Uh, I feel like they're playing fairly normal. It didn't look like they're playing extreme. I don't think they're playing extremely shallow. Um, where they're getting those line drives. I think a couple of those balls are hit pretty good. Lou hit a couple of balls good where you get carry. Um, and you know, then the speed and the brakes uh, seem to be good. So, uh, yeah, I don't think they're playing extremely shallow. And one last one, uh, Oakert uh, on a positive side has been very good for you. And again today, uh, three strikeouts and is inning in a third. He has. He's been really good. Uh, he pretty much so strikes. Uh, he's got a different breaking ball that's that, you know, he's been good against righties and lefties. Um, but he has. He's been dependable. He th- for the most part, throws strikes. Um, yeah, he's been a, a nice pickup for us. Jordan. Yeah. Hey, Donnie, can you just speak to the rally at the end? You guys get a couple runs, you make it close. Again, you were in this at the end, just being able to see you guys taking, trying to take advantage of those opportunities, even if it came up flat at the end. Yeah, obviously getting the run, <clears throat> getting the run with, you know, with the Eddie double, Joe and Eddie kind of there. I'm not sure. I think it was back-to-back kind of ground rule doubles. Uh, getting a shot there with uh, – got Jazz up with a shot to to do something. Uh, we had Lou in a spot, I think, to do something. But we did – Leyway hits the home run late. Gets within a run uh, with nobody. So at that point, if anybody gets on, we have a chance to use mags. Uh you know, speed and on the bases and things like that. Um, but the guys, we just didn't get a lot going. We, you know, but the guys did keep playing.
And then uh, Joe Panic, two hits today. Again, he's not getting the regular starts, but just what have you seen from him in the little bit of playing that he has done since he came back? I mean, I think, you know, like you said, Joe's not getting a lot of at-bats. We know we want to, you know, want to see a lot of different guys. Uh, Isam for a while, Eddie now. Um, but, you know, Joe's been the guy that's kind of given us some good at-bats. He's been a little unlucky. I, I feel like he sits some balls good when he pinch hits uh, in games that, that kind of get caught in our ballpark. Um, but, yeah, he's a, he's a pro. He's good for our guys. Uh, he's ready to kind of do anything you need. Like today, all of a sudden, he's in there. Uh, and it gives you some quality at bats. Daniel, you call me, Jason. Yep, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Don, you you mentioned before the uh, before the start of the series that you wanted to see Franco, and today you've got a pretty good look with the double and then the triple, and then on Friday I think he, he got a double as well. So, what are, what are your impressions and wonder? No, good. Looks like he's got a good feel for what he wants to do up there. You know, you know, again, just interested in seeing the good young players uh, in the league and, and what they look like. You know, they seem to come up younger and younger. Uh, and he got a lot of attention, I know, I know, and that's kind of, you know, gives you that curiosity to, to what he's going to look like uh, during the game. Pretty much pretty steady. They're a lot like their club, it's kind of like does a little bit of everything, runs good, gets on base, uh, look, look like a good defender, you know, uh, yeah, so pretty solid. You know, obviously not a lot of looks play two out of three. But, uh, yeah, good-looking player. Donnie after the Marlins lost to the Tampa Bay Rays at a barn burner yesterday afternoon. Off today, back at it tomorrow, a double dipper at City Field against the Mets. A pair of seven-inning ball games, single admission doubleheader that'll start at 4-10. It'll be either Trevor Rogers in game one or game two. It is to be determined who gets the ball in uh, – Whatever game Rodgers does not start. In any case, single admission, 410 first pitch in game one. We're on the air at 340 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.